Hey guys, welcome to the Healthy Six podcast again. As always, I am joined by Kyle, but we are on episode 18 this week. So we have been going for 18 strong weeks. I think we had a one week hiatus when we planned the um, the first banging seminar. Um, and I'll be honest, it's been a lot a lot to digest uh, over the last few weeks. Uh-huh. Hey, there's my early pun. Kyle, what are we talking about today, mate? Uh, digestion, hydration, just general internal gut function and and whether people truly look at the variables they should be looking out for um just to just to monitor their own health really and i think when we start off talking about that digestion just stay there because it can sound boring as sin and only Mm -hmm. geeks like us would really particularly think about it as enjoyable and if i'm honest even i don't particularly enjoy it but i do understand the importance of it and that's why it's important to to discuss and have everyone know um i think as well the the first thing about digestion for us is actually what what different things can affect your digestion i think like maybe people don't necessarily acknowledge this as much as as they should yeah yeah and i've only to be fair i've only just the, the reason obviously why why i'm doing lots of research on it now is because at the minute i'm going through my own examination of something uh, gut dysfunction of some sort um and then you resonate it resonates with you a bit more so obviously people who this might not affect now won't really pay too much attention but it's something to be aware of and and the, the before we start and get into the nuances of all of it it's it's individual you need to understand you your yeah. your how your gut function works uh, in response to food um and just day-to-day uh goings really of, of your your body's function um so yeah we're gonna talk loosely <laughs> another pun um, oh. about <laughs> about digestion and <laughs> the gut <laughs> um yeah interesting i think the first thing to start with as well is is like you say is everyone is probably need to get into more of the detail of of how it's so individual and i'll give you a really good example like and i always tell my clients it's like if i have oats for breakfast like make myself some porridge and i have 60 grams of oats i'm fine but if i go up to 100 grams of oats my um my stomach reacts really badly like i find that i'm really sensitive to it i get quite bloated foul smell um and actually discomfort as well so mm-hmm. i think realizing that it's individual sometimes digestion we pour and it's something i've spoken about loads with my guys recently so the guys that have just gone through the, the game plan the shoot edition and finished their photo shoots we we did have a couple of weeks where digestion actually gets a little bit hindered because mm-hmm. it gets very sensitive so i think it's important to understand that whilst we talk about things today of we're always talking about when we think um hooves we're always talking about horses not zebras and it's yeah. like everyone is unique, but we're talking about general guidelines and stuff that we could go. Obviously, in terms of digestion, if you're having real issues, then then it is a doctor's issue anyway, isn't it? So, um, yeah, there's, there's a real cut off there with with obviously referring out. Um, and these are just when we talk about anything on this podcast today, these are things questions just to um, just to ask yourself, not to obviously we're we're going to give you advice on certain subjects but these are just things to to ask yourself so some of the things in terms of digestion uh, and and the gut function that us as coaches look out for is things like regular indigestion and heartburn um gassing belching um constipation constipation can be of two things it can be uh, well class classification of constipation can be loose stool so that sort of thing but also 
um, obviously not going as regularly, but um, most people don't understand that constipation can also be loose, loose stools, um, like diarrhea sort of um, poos, and we can talk about stools later. Um, and just understanding your bowel movements is, is a really big one. Um, as crude as it sounds, it's, it's most, most PTs. Um, I don't know what you're like, Travis, but um, like w- when myself and the owner, we know when it's our time, we, we're, we're quite regular on that approach. Um, and it's understanding those sort of um, those movements that, that you, you need to understand you, right? Are you going at a regular time? Is yeah. it, is it changing day to day? I think that's interesting because I normally know. Um, but at the moment, obviously, for anyone that doesn't know, I've just done a photo shoot myself and technically in prep for number two, which is a conversation for a different day. Um, but again, as I said in the call, like at the start of the call, my my digestion is up and down. Like I find it very hard to manage, mitigate, negotiate at the moment. And it can be the case that I maybe don't go for a couple of days and because maybe you're on low carbs and therefore as much as you're trying to keep your fiber up and stuff like that, like it doesn't go. And then some days, once maybe you've had carbs after a couple of days or whatever, I'm going really regularly, but often, honestly, often because my diet is made up more of protein and there's a lack of balance, I do have the gas. I do have the bad smell. Um, I do sometimes have the constipation a little bit from a lack of food. So it does just go up and down for me, to be honest, particularly at the yeah. moment. But normally I could basically put it in my diary. When I'm eating yeah. a normal diet, a well-rounded diet, I could just basically put it in the calendar entry. Can't take a client on at 8 a.m. because put duty calls, quite literally. Yeah. Um, and it's, and it's, understand, it's understanding that. And this is what we hope you take from this. Is Obviously, Travis said, when you're, when you're going through photo shoot prep or you're going through a dieting stage, digestion will change because um, the, the body has external and internal considerations when it comes to digestion. Now, your gut is anything from your, your mouth all the way through to the, the end system um and it goes through a a large process um and there's a there's many factors that can actually influence it so when we're talking about obviously if we're if you're saying here you you feel constipated and stuff like that if it's only a week or two and it's it's something that you've changed in your diet or you're overstressed and things like that these things can influence it so like myself i'm going for examination because it's I've, i've noticed changes over the last two three months um which haven't been the norm for me which which i i understand is the norm from my vast knowledge um for the last few months um so yeah it's it's about understanding you and obviously don't over diagnose it and don't start googling signs and symptoms because hmm. um it can create a lot of anxiety in that department but if you do have these symptoms of constipation gas and belching loose stools maybe is a chance to start looking at your lifestyle stresses or your nutrition or your hydration um, and just really actually having a look at what you're doing to your body um, optimally, because the gut is the is essentially the door to your immune system um, because of nutrient absorption and stuff like that. So if you want a good uh, um, immune system and you want to stay away from all the colds that are going around at the moment, then we need to protect the gut as much as possible. Yeah, 100 percent. I think what's important to talk about here, though, is. You say uh, you can look at your lifestyle and your diet and stuff like that, but actually what what do people listening need to actually look out for is is important so why does poor digestion occur now first of all the easiest thing to look at is has your diet changed good bad sideways backwards indifferent if your diet has changed look at what has changed because your body won't deal with certain food groups as well how many people do i know that are gluten-free wheat-free 
like gluten intolerance and dairy intolerance. Like you've got so many intolerances that you maybe not know of because it's not part of your normal diet. So then when you go out for dinner and you have baked camembert with bread and you've got a gluten <laughs> and cheese intolerance and you're shitting on the restaurant floor, like that's not something to be so scared of or to make massive wholesale changes. That is literally because you've changed your diet or you've revealed your, your intolerance or something like that. There's lots going on in there. Um, so your food mm-hmm. and changes a key. So pay attention to that. But also we just spoke about the photo shoot. Not only have I changed my food sources, but I've put more stress on my body and poor mm-hmm. sleep and high stress is damaging of the dige- digestion process as well. Um, this can lead to like inflammation, in any area of your um digestion system and then that's obviously going to have a knock-on effect so inflammation water retention scale progress all of it can be like affected just from not paying attention too much to your digestion like we both did the same mentorship didn't we and we uh, something that um they said to us and i'm sure they use the same words when you did yours as well every time is get comfortable talking about poo and periods yeah because it's it's one of the things indicators all the time (laughs) the things we talk about all the time every week mate especially like for us then also talking to sometimes like some of our older ladies and stuff about it and we're like hey just what what's going on with this what's going on with that like it can have a knock-on effect um but there's so much that happens to our digestion to our digestive system that then has a knock-on effect to your progress in terms of fat loss how you feel comfort being able to go for a run um etc so it's quite important isn't it but like even to the point of the nervous system right yeah so so what people can do in, in terms of if you if you've never looked at your uh, poo for example or your urine and these are clear markers and this, this is your body's signs really of of how your digestion is actually getting on um is looking at your, your poo like it's as simple as that like is it like rabbit droppings in at the bottom of the 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 bowl is it long, hard poos or is it mushy? Is it like mushy peas, but brown? Um, this sounds like a ridiculous this is conversation, t- by the way. But guys, this is genuine. <laughs> so if you if you are unsure, yeah, yeah. you've never looked at this. If you search for Bristol stool scale, it will give you an example. It gives you examples, <laughs> which is interesting. I wish I could share this. We shouldn't need to turn these into YouTube's. Um, but that that gives you seven different types, a description, but also. Um, like what that might mean for you so an example of what might be constipation if you've got a lack of fluff fiber mild diarrhea obviously things like that so it does sound ridiculous but it's very real it's very very real um so yeah the bristol yes what it's telling you go on yeah it's the body it's the body telling you what what's actually going on inside your gut um like if if you are having like constant diarrhea and that sort of stuff there's there's well you've got leaky gut and stuff like that but there's there's a, an issue there there's potentially inflammation or something like that if it's constant right we, we occasionally you can you can have um you can have a diarrhea on the one-off and it's just like one of those things maybe too much caffeine that time or or whatever but if it's something constant um and this is what we're trying to say is look at look at everything look at the bigger picture is it just a one-off or is it a regular occurrence is there a food center off or is it something you've changed in your lifestyle or diet that's making it occur um you can then look at your fiber intake etc f- fluids um because one, one of the biggest things for people uh, i'm not sure if you see it as well travis people don't drink enough water hmm. 
always. You tell him to drink two liters. Yeah, and like, two liters. What? Yeah, and and the big and the biggest thing is when you wee in the morning. Obviously, your urine is going to be um, darker than what what it normally was would be. But throughout the day, you should be having. I think at university they said something uh, while we're so in sports science, you can't do any testing on anyone that's underhydrated. Um, so they have to be dehydrated, which is basically um, clear on the osmolality, uh, osmolality testing, which is the difference in color. Um, and I think you have to have two to three clear colors through a, a day period to, to be able to test on that person. It was something like that. I can't remember the, the ins and outs of it, but for people listening to this, Basically, are you having more clear urine than you are actually darker urine? Um, because your urine is telling you a lot about, obviously, electrolyte imbalances uh, or balances um, and also your hydration levels, which hydration, when it comes to cognitive performance in terms of your mental capacity and stuff like that, a drop in performance by 10%, it can be for, for someone that is actually dehydrated. Mm. I love water. And also, um, even for me, like obviously playing low-level football, if I don't preload my water, um, I find that my energy and my fitness and stuff is is way through the floor. Like through the floor, like it's mental how much like even a liter of dehydration for my normal level will have a knock on effect over ninety minutes, even if it's three hours away. Like even with electrolytes, um, energy gels and stuff like that, but. Also, yeah, if I'm dehydrated and I don't hydrate myself well, I do find going to the toilet that little bit more difficult. I generally find that that will lead to constipation for me, mm-hmm. discomfort, inability to process foods, and and then just all round, am I going to move as much? Am I going to do this as much? Am I going to be as motivated? Am I going to feel good? Um, no, probably not. So that's a really big thing, right? And I suppose this is, this is more of a Kyle subject, so I'm not passing a buck on this in any way. This is... This is where Carl's scientific side comes into into play loads um, compared to maybe my slightly more practical, straightforward approach of getting the right foods and these things will happen. Um, but yeah, you will notice a difference if you look for it. But I think there's too many people that are just going around with poor digestion, discomfort in their stomach and they think it's normal. Like how many yeah. memes and stuff on Instagram do you see about girls who just got stomach pain? Like it's just a meme. I see it all the time. Is she your girlfriend if she doesn't have stomach pain? Well, unfortunately, yeah, she is, but it means she's doing something wrong. Like, it's just yeah. constant. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's too many people, and, and I know lots of ladies are the ones listening to here. If you're constantly finding yourself with stomach pain or issues, then actually look at your digestion. Like, 100% people that I've been with in the past, and even, like, my girlfriend now, will, will weigh up whether the stomach pain is worth the food she wants to eat. And like, that's that you said it there. Like I, that's something I was going to say is people don't like the consequences of certain actions. Like they want to be able, they want to have lots of junk food or let's say calorie dense food all the time, frequently, but not have the the issues that come about with it. And sometimes you have to weigh up the the pros and cons. Sometimes where, whether that long term gut dysfunction is really worth that McDonald's at night or whatever. Like yeah. I have a McDonald's and I literally feel awful straight away after. yeah i mean i get away with a bit more but (laughs) again here's a good one for you again three photo shoot clients on saturday saturday yeah saturday just gone for the last the last two three weeks of it i was like right we're going to start talking about when you're finished they're like well i'm not finished i'm like yeah but you're going to regret something 
what am I going to regret? You're going to go out on Saturday and you're going to eat this and you're going to eat that. And I told him time yeah. and time again, right? I was like, it is going to hurt you. It's going to bloat you. It's going to get give you a sore mm. stomach, genuinely painful stomach. You're going to get diarrhea the next day and you're probably going to be sick on the night. You need to not do that. And I told him and I hammered him and I hammered him and I hammered him over and over again, putting in that scare factor to put some element of control in. All of them made much better choices than they thought they would. I think one just ate some popcorn and some crisp and dip. One uh, had a burger on a meal out and then something in the evening. I can't remember. He was a chocolate bar. That's it. Two of them are sick. Because it's changed, like because people aren't paying attention. And I know for a fact, because I've done it from experience, if I hadn't have hammered them about what they needed to be doing and making sure they're eating the right foods, they would have gone and eaten more. Like first one I did, I had Papa John's, mate. I had the biggest Papa John's order you ever seen. Large pizza, garlic bread, chicken wings, Coke. Um, oh, I, got, mate, that's... I got the share of cookie. I was by myself, by the way. I ate about three slices no of way. Pizza, tucked into some sides, then saved myself for some cookie. I swear to God, mate, I need to call an ambulance. Like it's nearly called an ambulance. I was in mm. so much pain. And that was like me the other week. That's what I did. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. It's just mental. It to to see how that transformation takes place that's positive to negative really quickly. But it doesn't have to be yeah. from a photo shoot, but it just goes to show how sensitive it was. I think I struggled with stomach pain and discomfort. And they're just warnings, by the way. They're triggers, they're signs that something is not right in you, which means you're not processing properly. So it does need and you have to, listen to take to care of it. Yeah, yeah, and this is this is the the what why we wanted to talk about really. We can talk to the, to you about the science of it all, like throughout the whole podcast. But the, the the basis of this was to get you to understand that poo and urine are your biggest telltales of what's actually going on in your immune system and gut. Right? If you think something's off, obviously speak to your your doctor, healthcare professional, and they'll be able to advise on that. But if you aren't looking at your nutrition and lifestyle factors that influence it, they're the things you can do straight away. So for instance, I'm going through doctors, getting blood tests, things like that done. But I'm also looking at things that I can do myself. I'm doing my own FODMAP. I'm doing my own food diary, making sure that everything's actually structured and taking all the information in. Because when I go to the doctors, I can then present all that information. They haven't then got to send me away and go, look, you could try this, you could try that, which is delaying the process. I'm going, look, I've already done all this. What do you think? Um, so that's a little tip for anyone that deals with GPs and stuff like that. Um, whenever I refer a client out to a GP, I always, yeah, yeah, I go, look, take the data first because they're, they're going to ask you to do it anyway because um, that's always their first portal call, right? Um, so, but I, one thing I was thinking, and, and this was what I was thinking yesterday actually, is don't you think it's mad the first thing people do rather than actually grab a glass of water or, or, or actually hydrate themselves is they go for a coffee? yeah yeah and i'll be honest because i'm all about accountability here i don't drink coffee but i'm rubbish for that but you should always hydrate before you caffeinate and that's facts facts Mm -hmm. and i guarantee you as well i feel much more awake if i just give myself time to drink 500 mil before grabbing a monster obviously i don't Mm -hmm. drink coffee but yeah 100 percent hydration before caffeinate not only will it protect your stomach and your stomach lining and stuff but it is more effective it's more efficient and it's something I've I've do try and implement at all times, but sometimes at five thirty a.m., five a.m., I'm not thinking straight. Yeah, one thing I've the reason I said that is one thing I've been looking into is actually um, caffeine and the drop in HCL in in the in the gut, which is really interesting research. The problem is with science is it's it's so complicated. <laughs> like I alluded yeah. to yesterday on my story, it's like 
you you can take data and make it look however you want it to look so you have to you have to really scrutinize science and and the, the reports and basically all science is and all, all article well science in itself someone says something and then someone else does a paper to either contradict it or support it and the, the cycle just carries on going um for years and years and years which is really interesting it's good but people need to look at analyzing data themselves as well and this also means looking at your poo and urine I'll, I'll say it again yeah and i don't know it's hard because i think if you're listening to this and you've not been educated on it you could still be listening to this going oh, i don't know what i'm doing i don't know how to check and i i do understand that like i really understand that so get on Google or talk to your coach or whatever, go, like I say, go and get that Bristol stool chart, go and get a urination chart and just have a look. And if you're finding yourself in those places, then you can come back to a coach or you can come back to us or, or whatever it is on the healthy six. And you can be like, look, well, this is actually where I'm at. And then we can help you much more efficiently and give you some tips, but paying attention to it is, is definitely key um, in terms of just that good, that good feeling, I guess, and feeling great from things like that is, is going to be massive like and like I say it's it's just data it's just weird data it's just shit data we that's another right. one that's another one for the day um but it is data and it does tell us about things and I've still got the stool chart up in front of me because I couldn't remember the name of it when we was on this podcast and um It's like it does it does even me who has good nutrition at the moment, like there's there's not something that's going in my body that isn't you know, you could say my body is a temple or whatever. Like I haven't had any chocolate, any processed food, like all the food I've been eating has been like whole foods, natural vegetables, lots of meats, like the most processed food I'll eat at the moment is like a protein bar, um, and I suppose a bagel if you want to think about that. But that's it. And even still, because I'm not getting necessarily a full rounding of nutrition because it's more difficult on lower calories. You know, I I do have some toilets where there's lacking fiber or then it goes over to the, where it's a little bit constipated and stuff like that. So it does happen. Um, you just have to be yeah. really careful. And then understanding understanding that, like, you, you know what you're looking for and, and you'll make the adequate changes for it. Um, but one thing to just be careful with with gut stuff, because I know it gut health has become a massive thing over the last two years in terms of like a lot of coaches going into being gut experts and stuff like that, um, which I'm all for people um, talking about the gut and stuff like that. But it's, it's then the prescribing of supplements, like a lot of people say, just take your probiotics or prebiotics first. Now, this is an, an interesting area to get into. Um, just be careful if you are taking either um, because they're both going to have different um, effects on the body. So if you are doing any tests, um, just also make sure you're looking at the, the supplements you're taking alongside it as well. Be, to, if you think you're trying to aid it and things like that, because um, yeah, they could have impacts as well. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot to digest. <laughs> but i don't really have much else to add i think i think key takeaways from this very weird episode really it's a bit of a different one for us because it's kind of coming at you with science and there'll be a lot of people thinking well that's not inspiring or that's not exciting and and i agree entirely like i do agree it's boring as shit <laughs> yeah I, I think it's boring <laughs> boring as shit yes um Is anyway, that five now uh, five. i've done well today yeah um i got up really early and did my training and cardio so i've not got much else to do until i have to go back this evening um 
So, so you've got a loose evening? No, I've got four clients. Oh, uh, oh. Right, anyway. So unless Carl's <laughs> got any science to add to it, I think the key takeaways are to pay attention to those things that you think are normal. Pain, discomfort, whether you're not going to the toilet regularly, whether you're going to the toilet too regularly, whether your hydration, you know, when your wee comes out looking like Luke's Aid Sport, we've probably got issues. Like, you need to look at those things. Use the chart. Or smelling. Yeah, exactly. Go on the Google. Go on Google. Search urine chart, search uh, stool chart, compare it, have a look. It's obviously graphic, but it gives you like, as in they are graphics, not actual pictures of poo. Um, and that will give you an idea of how you can compare it to how you're getting on and what what is right and wrong. And then once you know what you're suffering with, then you can make those changes. And like I say, just pay attention to any changes that you do make in your diet. Um, kind of at all times as well, really. Yeah, that's where the data becomes important. Like, don't just look at your digestion and urine and not track your your nutrition and your stress levels and your water around it because obviously you've not got the valuable information you need to make decisions. Um, So, yeah, just just look after your health. Like, it's a a big area. The reason I wanted to talk about it because it's something that I'm experiencing at the minute that I think people need to just remember um, because highlighting the issue... We we don't want to be we want to be proactive in this sort of scenario, not reactive. Um, so yeah, hope everyone's had a had a thorough listen to this um, podcast. And if you have any questions on it, Travis and I are available. Uh, and if and also make sure you're following the Healthy Six um, Instagram. Yes, which is the Healthy Six Pillars, is it? Oh yeah, someone had already taken the Healthy Six, which is very disappointing. So the Instagram is at the healthy six pillars so we have got a very measly following at the moment but we have just posted the second of our transformations coming out of phase one um which i think you'll find is very very impressive in just a mere six weeks um so yeah on with that i think and phase phase two is doing really well and on to phase three which is going to be bigger and better and we've got some exciting things in january so make sure you just staying in tune we should be on like podcast episode 400 by then yeah not sure not sure we've got two to go until 20 um but yeah what we'll do is maybe we'll save episode 20 for the big reveal of phase three uh kyle and i have been working behind the scenes on making that bigger better i believe we're even going to be introducing some prizes so some incentives um for that that third that phase so gang peace out have a good evening <laughs>